Good morning and welcome to Duality. I'm your host, Akasha, and I'm here with our very special guest, Alex. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for, oh, let me speak in the mic. Here we go. Me doing the thing. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm very happy to have you here. It's been a, a journey upon meeting you. Yeah. It's been an honor to do so. Bro, I was like looking through my photos, and you remember when you made your first flat white? I have oh that picture. God. Oh. <laughs> I have that picture. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Oh, can you send that to me? Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That just like warms my whole heart. Yeah, that's all. Oh. <laughs> oh, I wasn't ready for that. Oh, you're being so hard tracker now. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> One day at a time. One day at a time. Um, but yes, uh, welcome. Welcome to duality in this space where we speak of all things in all ways. Yeah. Um, find, finding balance in whatever it is that we ourselves struggle with or thrive in and um, anybody needs to hear at Ooh. any point. We love you, Lori. <laughs> we love you. And um, yeah, so as I met Alex, I had this like sense of like yo sis like really is just like a whole intuitive being just walking around just like providing every area with like supplying with this piscean like intuitive energy and like doesn't even fully realize it to the extent of like the amount of what she's doing she's just fully walking around like the high priestess in all areas and i was just like <clears throat> wow and from the get because like we met in a work setting, and it's like I don't know if we could say like actual names of places. So Got you. Be like, um, in a place where we're bar we're baristas. Well, you're a shift, but yes. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, like from the get, I was just like, wow, I feel like I know this person. And um, you know, throughout the time, it's just been like more unraveling of like that interaction, and I'm just really grateful to like know you, and also like. The moments in which sis has held it down. <laughs> Deep sigh. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, it's just so funny how, you know, the conversation we had leading up to this podcast is yeah. like it, two very predominant times in which, you know, things were held down and intuition was like affirmed. And I feel like not only do you affirm like everyone around them's intuition, uh, but like you as a being like, you know, being on your journey of crown, I'll let you, you know, speak on that, whatever you want to say on that. But, uh, oh my God, that was, was something that was something <laughs> <laughs> in every sense of the word. That was something. Um, the first night she dropped the, the bowl off to me and I didn't play it. I didn't do anything. I just kind of put it in the room and I went to sleep and that was like just the one of the many nights of having just wild dreams wild dreams like having visions of course thank you having visions just like tapping into this like this energy this air you know it was just something crazy and thank you for putting me on that of course it's just it was just like you know, it wasn't even, a, it, like, of course, it would have been a choice of mine, mm -hmm. but it, it wasn't even. Like, it was just, like, such a direct, like, you need to give this to sis. That's just mm -hmm. it, you know? Um, 
for those who are aware or aren't aware of what we're referring to, there's a, a band that we're in, a Crystal Bowl band, and uh, it shifts, and it was time for... It's kind of like the Crystal in Atlantis is, like, way I like to see it, or the Sisterhood of the Traveling Bowls. Like, these are two terms. Um, how the Crystal in Atlantis, like, calls Kita to, like, the crystals, like, it pulls her, mm-hmm. it pulls her, right? Mm-hmm. It's, like, that's what these crystal bowls do to us. It's, like, we'll just know who's supposed to come in next. Um, there'll be an episode on that, so stay tuned, because it's just too much to unpack in here. But, yes, if you know, you know. If you don't, you'll you'll know soon. And um, so she was chosen to be, step into crown chakra and embody that. And, like, she already embodies that naturally, so it was, like, really interesting to see her, like, step fully into her power in that way of just being reminded of what was already within her was really, really beautiful and awesome. And it's just so awesome to see that happen to anybody, you know, because it's, like, the more that we do that, the more that people around us do that because like attracts like. And when you're embodying something, you're either going to attract people that are embodying it or help uh raise the vibration which other people then adapt to and raise themselves up as well yeah remembering that we don't actually raise anyone up they do it themselves like we can raise the uh, vibration of an environment but you know as anybody that classifies with titles they're not titles but understands um the healing modalities it's like we're not healing anybody we're healing ourselves you know we're healing our lineage through us but it's always through us you know we're healing our generation but it's through us like we don't go and heal someone else like there's no um taking responsibility of someone else's healing that's their choice whether to do it or not we can provide the space for it you know and that's um in my opinion what true like healing and authentic healers kind of live by so just to like speak that into that space is just it's always the person's job you know you can want people to rise up and do a bunch of things but they they have to want to do it they have to want to do it the same way we do. We know that we do things that we want to do. We don't do things that we don't want to do. And that's just life, you know? It's either we're listening to our intuition or we're not. And, um, and that's yeah, on period. <laughs> so what happens when we don't listen to our intuition? Blockage is the only word that really comes to mind. Just straight up blockage. A sense of, yo, I'm always bugging and none of this is real. You know what I mean? Like none of this is in the actual reality that I live in. And I was on that for a while, you know, because like growing up, I was always able to see spirits, entities, all of that. And I guess always being able to see it and just kind of being like, okay, cool. It's not there anymore if I don't look at it, but it's there, but I'm not going to look at it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just a form of blockage and having crown really remove that and having crown just unlocked this like next level of seeing if that makes sense yeah yeah it was crazy because like one of the few times that not few but one of the many times I played um crown I hit it and then a vision came to me and it was of my friend being on some oh hey I'm ready to move in with you and I was just like okay because that wasn't a conversation we had all right, cool. I go into work the next day, and she comes up to me, like, in this whole energy of, wow, I just found out something crazy. Cool. We're moving in together. Let's move in. I'm ready to move in. I'm just like, had a vision about this. Had a whole dream about this. Okay, cool. I'm in this. You know what I mean? And I think that's when 
I realized I had a full vision is that I embodied crown. Because mm. I didn't know it from the jump. You know mm. what I mean? Just me on my, I guess this is, it is what it is. Crown and third eye are both big That's All Raven moments. Mm-hmm. Like, they like, <laughs> <laughs> big that And in that moment, like, it was just kind of like a That's All Raven moment. It was just like, <gasps> It's and then the back into reality. Were, <laughs> how the bowls were even birthed in general. Yeah. Like, I had my That's So Raven moment, and it was just like, and it's like, it's it's interesting to just trust that, you know, when we're told not to trust that, or like, that's your imagination, you're, um, you know, adding to that. And something that I think is really important to note, especially when we have, like, visions or when we see different things or when we're tuning in um, to our intuition is, like, we're just listening, rather how you can decipher what is your mind adding things and what is what just is is like spirit will be like doors open period you know what i mean but your own mind will be like why is the door open this door open is the hinge even okay on this door do i need to add wd-40 to this hinge because i don't understand like that's our mind you know just taking this one very like simple thing and then then adding it to a thousand exactly it's like one one it's spirit talking it's just like open the door Mm mm-hmm Period. <laughs> like, that's, that's it. it. That's really it. You know, and it's like when that's, that's a, I think it's important to be aware of that because, um, and use that as a tool when we're like discerning, especially for those who read other people, because you don't want to project anything. You, you want to stay in like, as far away from self-centeredness. You want to just be the conduit and the channeler. And even when you're receiving a vision, like you want to make sure that you're not coming from this like biased space and that you're just, you know, it's it's very um, it's for everyone's benefit, and it's not jaded by our own traumas mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's like, it's important. I feel like to um, kind of clear those gates in those ways. I like just raising our vibration in different ways, like eating clean foods and or adding like fresh foods and like fruits and different things to our diet and having teas and meditating and doing sound healing and whatever it is that resonates with you sound healing can also be playing a guitar you know like it doesn't have to be limited to like spiritual instruments every instrument is spiritual every vibration is healing it's you know it it, it, if you allow it to be not every vibration is healing let me let me rephrase that that's not real but like you know um any high vibrational thing that is being used with the intention of healing is going to be healing. So it's just important that we just um, note that and clear the way for our intuition because our intuition is always going to come through and be its best self. And it's like we tend to filter it. You know, we tend yeah. to filter it. And um, it's important that we don't, you know, or do our best to like not filter it as much as possible because we feel like either other people can't handle it or we're afraid to say it the way it is. And, um, 99% of the time when we just say it like as it is it's like the purest and the most accurate you know it's when we just let it simmer in our minds where it kind of can get like mixed up so it's important you know to uh, to make space for that and then as it comes and then you know you listen to it and then you've seen what happened right before yeah. it happened so it's like and, and, to, and to like trust it mm-hmm. because that was my biggest mm-hmm. thing I was having trouble trusting the process and like really letting it be what it was and not trying to, I guess, put my human in it and alter it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that on its own was a journey, like, because in a way it was just not trusting intuition. It was also trusting myself, Mm -hmm. you know, because it was just, it was a lot. So I was just like, no, I'm bugging out, I'm bugging out, I'm bugging out. 
and my inner self was just like, nah, this is this is it right here. We vibing. <laughs> like, we're doing the thing. Mm-hmm. And having Crown was just something otherworldly. That's the only way I could put it, mm-hmm. you know? It was just something very different. And I liked that how it was my entryway into this group. I enjoy that a lot, so thank you. You're so welcome. Yeah, that's like, uh, that was Spirit's Pathway, you know, and that's, we were just the conduits of that. It was like so apparent. I was just like, I said for mad long, I was like, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, I think even like, (laughs) I just like, I felt it for so long. It was like, it's just so loud at me right now. Mm -hmm. And one day it's going to just open up and be the space for it. So I'm happy that it did. And now, you know, we shifted and we're different places now and different bowls now and things are happening. (laughs) <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Um, <laughs> shifting into a new bowl and just shifting in, into like a new chakra is something. Because I think, how'd that conversation go? I don't remember. I, I remember being in bed and I'm just like, wow, you know what I could really use? Some unlocking of some trauma. Let's do it. Oh, heart chakra? Is that you? And it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's Mises. Oh, I, I asked you what colors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. And it was, um, that was crown. That was like purple or blue. It was between third eye and crown. Throw in third eye. And, yep. and, and you were like, I, I feel like I want to say blue, but I need purple. Mm-hmm. Which is literally exactly how I felt about that at the time, too. Because, you know, I feel like throat chakra will also make its way. Which it will for all of us. <sighs> But, you know, (laughs) but uh, yeah, it's um, it's interesting, like when when it's time to change and to shift into a new space, like whether it's, you know, for us into these new bowls, it's like also very symbolic of just like what we're shifting into in our lives. You know, it's like for me shifting into this space of like really believing in myself and trusting myself Mm -hmm. in like a very like physical embodiment way um, and looking forward. And I'm doing that and looking forward to doing that more. So, you know, and it's just like, that's just a, an example of other things. It's like, how do we show up when we are changing? Which is kind of like what last episode was about adaptability is like, when things are changing, are we moving with them and just accepting them and then moving and grooving, keeping it going? Are we like, oh, no, this didn't go how I wanted it to. I'm mad. I'm frustrated. Everything sucks. You know, it's like, how are we going to go about it? And the most easeful way. Just accept things as they are, as they come. You know, it's like you're supposed to be one one place at, at a certain time. It's like, of course, you can sit there and beat yourself up in your head, like how I could have woke up early and how I could have done these things earlier. Or you can literally just show up and be as present as can be and get things done right away. Mm-hmm. It's like if you drag anything in any point with any space like that, like it's just it's uh, detrimental to you and everyone else. And it's, it's counterintuitive. Like you... You know you shouldn't do that, but yet, like, our self-sabotage kind of coping mechanisms will, like, kind of drag us a little bit. Um, And I feel like that's what hinders a lot of people from speaking and listening to their intuition in general is that way of being. And then also, like, our parents and the generation that came before us and, like, um, how they were raised and and traumatized and, you know... um, and then certain people being more open to other people. And then you have the opposite spectrum where there's, like, you know, there's the people that don't want 
anything to do with listening to your intuition or some people will just say listen to your gut and still not even realize what it is that they're saying and or um there'll be people on the other spectrum that are like you know even exploiting that uh the fact that you do have the intuition so it's also like guarding your intuition as well and knowing that it's worthy of something you know and, and that that be an exchange of some sort so that you don't feel depleted even if you don't consider yourself a reader, even if you don't consider yourself someone who um, should get paid for a service, you know, it's <coughs> like you don't have to consider yourself uh, anything to just know that, like, you're worthy of having an equivalent exchange. So if someone's coming to you for anything, like, they should absolutely be giving something in return so that you feel fulfilled, so that it feels good for you, your guides, and everyone that's connected with you and and the person that's doing that. So I think that that's important when honoring our intuition. Listening to it is like providing like that gratitude and that thanks towards spirit and towards ourselves. It's like that time at your altar or if you don't have an altar, the time when you're sitting with yourself and, and you're praying or you're sitting in front of the ocean and you're thinking, whatever you want to call it, like to just give thanks. Like I like to do physical things because I like to do physical things and it makes me do like mental and emotional and spiritual things. Um, it helps me in that way, so that's why I like to, like, cater to my altar and kind of, like, consult um, with my intuition to, like, hear clearly and, like, discern. It's like a three-dimensional vision board, you know? Um, yeah. Intuition. Intuition, indeed. Um, <clears throat> on my journey, before even accepting the bowls, I was, I think I told you about this. I was depriving myself of building my altar just because I wasn't sure of this new entryway of a journey I was going to be on, you know what I mean? And really just not trusting myself at all to maintain and do this in a good way, you know? And I was just like, yeah, no, I don't think it's time for that. I don't think it's time for that. And then one day I was just putting it together and I was bawling and I was just like, I've been depriving myself of this. And it was just kind of, okay, deprived myself of this. And then you asked me about the bowls, and I was just like, I'll get back to you. And then I was just like, nah, I'm ready. And that was all in the same week of building the altar, being emotional about it, and then being like, okay, next step is doing what I need to do, which is be crowned. And that was a journey. And that was rough. So I can only imagine how hard it's going to be because I don't do emotions. <laughs> I do not do emotions. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be gentle because it is gentle, you know. Mm -hmm. um, the heart is gentle, but it's also fierce, you know. It's also like take no shit, you know. So it's like it'll um, create that space for you to do so. You know, I just stepped out of heart. And when I was stepping in the heart kind of conversation we were having on the way here, it's like, the thing about heart is, um, the thing about our heart chakra is when we're focusing in on our heart chakra, it's important to note it's going to take away our attachments and make space for actual connections and unconditional love. So we can think that we love or have, um, you know, get confused with love and attachment and what that looks like and what that feels like and how it shows up in our life. That could be certain family relationships and dynamics that could be friendships that could be workspace that could be relationships you know that 
we deep down know something is kind of off and um, it'll either elevate it and show you what you need to work on and what that person needs to work on just simultaneously from you working on it um, or it will show you that you need to not be there anymore. So it's like it, that that could be scary at times, you know, because you're like seeing things that it, that you have your nails dug into, like kind of like retract and get pulled away. But it's like to make space for what is really there for you and what is like the, the most highest beneficial um, thing for you. And that is to receive and be worthy of love in that way, you know, to be worthy of unconditional love. And, uh, you know, love is, uh, heart chakra is also about grief. You know, it's also about grief and what we um, keep stored in this area. It's not just love and light and, like, healing. It's, like, what do you need to do to get there? What do you need to do to, like, clear out the muck to make space for you to even heal yourself in that area? You know, but the thing about heart is that it does it in a very, like, yo, you're safe, though, you know, way. So I encourage you to, like, Think of it in that way. It's not going to be like it. It won't beat you like like root will. Like it won't beat you God. like the lower chakras. The lower chakras beat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they, I feel like they're like very like. Once you get to heart, it's like okay. Now that you went through that, got jumped in the back. Now that you got jumped by the last three chakras, now we'll uh, we'll let you breathe. Um, but yeah, and it's like it's it's. It's a journey, and it's it's uh, it can be difficult at times to listen to our intuition because it makes us have to face really, really deep truths. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that can seem intimidating, but if that's what you prayed for, you know, you have the courage, you have the ability, the strength, the willpower um, to do so and to follow through, and you you deserve to give yourself that, you know, and that's that goes for anyone, anyone listening. When you feel something. Like, listen to yourself. Like, I remember even, like, prior to, like, understanding or knowing more, I guess, like, spiritual lingo or whatever. Like, I remember being, like, I think it was, I think it was 17 or 18. No, I think it was 18. <clears throat> and I remember being, like, <laughs> Laura's, like, nah, nah, hold on. <laughs> First of all, third eye was in a whole Uber by herself yesterday. Like, I just can't. I just literally <laughs> cannot. That is, like. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's another conversation. But yes, uh, <laughs> well, I remember when I was like 18, I was at a party. I was at this house party. And um, all of a sudden, I just felt like I need to go. I just need to go. And right after I left, like, it was so many things happened. So many violent things happened, like at that party, where I was like, yo, wow like if I was if I would have not listened to myself if I would have stayed there half hour longer like I don't know what would have happened you Mm -hmm. know um and I remember just always having instances like that like I remember being little and people knowing that of me like without me even believing in myself people would know to listen to me because I would tune into my intuition. They'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, no, you, you, you'll you say something and then it'll happen, so I'm going to listen to you. Yeah. Meanwhile, I would have a hard time listening to myself, but, like, other people around me had seen the results of it. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, it took a little bit. It takes a little bit. I feel like, you know, it's either my, my, my personal perspective. I see people either, like, believe in themselves 
I don't want to say way too much, but I mean, like, <laughs> believe in their mind way too much, rather, rather than their intuition, right? And then there's people that will have the balance of both. 100%. And then because, there's the people that don't believe in their intuition. Yeah, because I feel like there's a difference between knowing you don't want to be somewhere and shouldn't be somewhere versus, yeah, no, nah, I just don't feel like just going. Just thinking it. Yeah. Thinking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was my biggest thing with my mom too she'd be like yo if you really feel like you don't want to go don't go Mm -hmm. because that means something's gonna happen that could have been avoided Mm -hmm. if you just simply listen to yeah Mm -hmm. it was mama dukes just dropping gems you feel me just yo don't 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 do it straight up feel like you don't want to go to work and if you genuinely feel like that and it's not your human doing it don't go to work And there's several times where I, like, ignored that and wish I listened. Yep. Especially with parties, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Oh, man. But, yeah, just really just listen. And I I think that's the hardest part, you know, just listening. (laughs) Wait, no, did Third Eye really just... Be placed so, in an Uber? Uh, okay, so if we're going to address this real quick. Um, so Nicole, she wasn't able to uh, go to the meeting. And she said, so there's this new option in Uber where you can send things, like packages and stuff, like so that, yeah. I didn't so know she, I didn't know it either. So she hit me. She's like, yo, I'm about to send an Uber for Third Eye. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like what? What do you what do you mean? Like how is this allowed? Like what is this? She's like, yo, it's allowed. It's a thing. Just they're gonna call you when she, when they're outside. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I just like I put third eye in like this coconut box and like oh, whatever it was like in, a, in the hot topic bag. Like, it was just a whole thing, whole thing. And I'm like, I go outside, and there's a whole Uber. And he's like, and he like I go over to him and I'm like, can I just do I just put him. Can I put her right here? Like, just... just Please direct me because I'm new. Yeah, I'm like, he's like, yeah, no problem. Right here, it's fine, you know? I was like, just, be, just take care of her, you know? Yeah, I got you. I'm like, cool. I just, like, walk back. I'm like, okay. You know, but it was just like... <laughs> Yo. So, like, literally, third eye, crystal bowl, went across the Verrazano in an Uber. By yesterday herself. by herself because that is just like and and i love the confidence in everybody we're all like obviously it's fine like it's fine just do that it's third eye we know third eye would have let us know if there was going to be an issue and she's obviously going to get there safe which she did you know so that's that's that story so that's also another thing of honoring your intuition yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trusting yourself to put Something so special into a random Uber mm-hmm. and being like, okay, yeah, that's nah, gonna and be cool. And fragile too. Yeah, like, and like, into yeah. And of course, Nicole is the one. I love her so much. Of course, it's Nicole. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I like, I literally kept thinking about it later on that night and just texting her like, yo, I'm still not over it. Like real Sag girl shit. Like she's it's Sagittarius as hell. You know, it's just <laughs> she's like, no, nah, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be so she, good. Didn't even, <laughs> didn't even question. She was like, I know, it's fine. Yep. I'm like, I trust. I trust too. You know, it's like, that's the thing. It's like, the more you trust yourself, the more that you, others trust you as well. Because mm-hmm. you're embodying trust within yeah. yourself. You know, it's like, sometimes even when you don't trust yourself, people trust you. <laughs> Which is crazy. Because they, but they see you. 
you mm-hmm. know they like really see you mm-hmm. um and that can help you know you also trusting yourself and then vice versa you know and then the more you trust yourself and trust your intuition the more someone else will trust themselves and their intuition so it's like just important to listen to ourselves and i know it's corny it's something said all the time but it really is a thing like it's like listen to yourself you are telling yourself the truth like listen to yourself pay attention to your dreams Pay attention to, your, to what you think about when you think you're daydreaming or you're just dozing off or you're spacing out. Like, you're thinking of something. What are you thinking about? You know, why are you thinking about it? It's important. It's important to, like, view that and give it space mm-hmm. to, like, be. Because our intuition is speaking to us in all of the clairs, like clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance, you know, hearing things knowing things just innately knowing like smelling tasting seeing it's here there i said here all of them all the clairs it's like what is your how is your intuition speaking to you um no one can discern that for you besides you doesn't matter if uh there's anybody that is claiming to like be able to tell you any of that like you are going to be the one who tells you don't waste your money on that. <laughs> sit with yourself. You will save yourself a lot of money if you sit with yourself. And then you'll know when it is time to actually invest in services outside of yourself when you sit with yourself instead of just throwing money everywhere in hopes that you're going to find who you are through someone else. And that's a real thing. Like, that's a real thing, you know? And I could speak from experience. I could speak from experience at times feeling lost and, like, feeling like I need to go to a whole bunch of people and get readings and get this and get that and because I didn't feel like I was a credible source. I didn't feel like I was enough to provide that space. Didn't matter how many years, didn't matter how much studying, didn't matter how much in-person work, it didn't matter. Like, it was, like, I would feel like I needed to go somewhere else and it's just learning. And the more you sit with yourself, you're like, oh, no matter what, even if it's a person that knows me, even if it's my sister, my mother, my brother, whatever it is, they can help. They could sprinkle advice into your life and help you, but no one's going to help you the way your intuition is. It's literally built for it. It's, it's like sole purpose is in to help you, you is to like help get you on track and in gear. So definitely take that time to listen to self. Um, definitely take that time to like you could call it meditation you can call it whatever you want but just literally pausing and breathing and seeing what comes up and not giving up on yourself especially in that moment because we'd be like oh, I don't like to meditate I don't want to meditate I don't have time to meditate okay um <laughs> uh, so what are you delegating your time to and if you're delegating your time to literally everything and anything else else, and including like scrolling and just getting invested in anyone and anything else besides yourself but yet you want to connect with yourself like what are you doing you know what i'm saying how do you expect anything to like you need to find that balance you need to bridge it people are not going to just like create something and hand it to you and it's going to be done like you need to put in the work what does the work look like Catching yourself, avoiding yourself. What do you do after that? You forgive yourself for doing that because if you just catch yourself and then you just beat yourself up, you're just going to be in this vicious cycle. You have to balance your shadow work with your light work, says the self and everybody else. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like you got to do it. You can't just do what? If you're just doing one, you're gonna. it's going to just look like depression. It's going to just look like isolation and then just look like self-hatred. And 
acknowledge, yeah, okay, I'm self-aware, but I also, like, can't stand myself. Okay, well, maybe let's focus now on what are my good traits? Well, I'm really sweet. Well, I'm really this. Well, I'm really enthusiastic. I'm passionate about things. I help. I love helping other people. You just, like, think about those things. Every time you take something, you unpack something that is, like, deep within yourself that hurts, you know, that you're like, damn, like, this is a secret. I don't want anybody to ever know this about myself. <laughs> then think about what you want people to know about yourself and counterbalance it. You know, you will only get further and further deeper into understanding and hearing the voice of your intuition. The more you accept yourself as you are. Yeah. That hurt. Mm-hmm. Because, like... <clears throat> While having Crown, it was a lot of shadow work. And the shadow, like you said, shadow work quickly turned into self-hatred. And wow, I'm a garbage person. Wow, I need to fix this. But it's also like, wow, I'm not that trash if I just do a little bit of light work to balance that out. Like you said, balance is crucial and is key to being a better version of yourself. And that was the hardest thing to learn learn you know what I mean because being so knee deep in the trenches of shadow work you're just like wow how does anyone surround themselves with me and it's just like I attract people so there's some good traits that I need to recognize and be proud of you know and the fact that you're even doing the work in general yeah it's something to yeah. be like it's like yo I, every time, because I, I catch myself doing it, and then I see it within, like, all the people around me, and especially, it's like, if you're that way, you're going to, like, know and be around people that are that way. You know what I mean? It, it, and the people that aren't that way, you, you'll realize you're not as close with them, right? Yep. So it's like, if I'm over here, like, in the pits, doing mad shadow work, which, you know, for those who aren't aware of what <coughs> shadow work is, is a coin phrase by Carl Jung, a psychologist, and um, that study the subconscious, you know, and it's about unpacking the subconscious and unconscious, like, traits within ourselves that are kind of, like, origin and, you know, you could look at uh, Sigmund Freud as well. Uh, the different parts of ourselves, different archetypes and different sources of trauma usually based in our childhood um, and how they kind of show up, you know, how our ego is fighting to protect ourselves. And it's not to alienate and bash our ego. It's not to be like, ego, you're bad, gonna kill you. It's like, no, it's like, yeah, we need it, you know? <laughs> we need it to live. Um, so just to like bring light to also what shadow work is in case anybody isn't aware of that. And light work, um, in case anyone's not aware of that word, is, you know, applying what we like about ourselves, uplifting ourselves. Like, oh, wow, this is great about me. I love me. Speaking affirmations, doing things like that. It's like... The same way you unpack in shadow work and you ask yourself why, you ask yourself why in shadow work and you tell yourself why in light work, if that makes sense. In shadow work, you're like, well, why am I doing this? In light work, you're like, I'm doing this because X, Y, Z. Like, I'm doing this because I want to be a better person. And shadow work, okay, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I felt abandoned as a child and this is bringing up abandonment issues so therefore i'm behaving this way because i don't want to be left alone because it you know whatever cases and then light work would be 
I am safe alone. And the reason why I'm going to spend time by myself is because I want to become more safe within myself and my own temple, you know? So that's just, that's, that's kind of like the two, um, for any of those that aren't too familiar with that or anyone who needed a gentle reminder of that. So it's like, for some of us, and I know for most of the people around us, because we are this way, is like doing light work is like doing shadow work for most. You know, the majority is like actually asking yourself why is a big task, you know? Um, but for some people, it comes more natural. So other people, of what I've noticed, and I don't know what the percentage is. I don't know if it's more people or less people. It's just what it seems like, you know, in the majority of the world, it seems like the majority of the world wants to do the light work without the shadow work. Um, and that in itself is just simply imbalance. Exactly. So then the people who are doing shadow work have a hard time doing the light work because they're <laughs> so, like, witness of seeing people overdo light work and not take accountability, a.k.a. doing the shadow work and asking why, that we're, like, almost repulsed to it you know like oh that's fake that's corny it's not real you know it's 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 irresponsible to like pretend that you're so okay when you're not instead of just being like yo i'm not okay but then it's also not okay for us to just be like okay i'm not okay i'm gonna stay not okay because i'm just like you know the worst person ever because i understand all of my trauma (laughs) (laughs) i'm so sad and mad because i get it and it's like okay well you get it and you also know it's not your fault yeah like you did the best you could all the people involved did the best they could even if it's trifling it's even if it's trifling like given their trauma we don't know their trauma you know what i'm saying people are just doing the best they can even if it's not being present that's the best they can because they're disassociating because if they did associate in the moment then they would have to be faced with all the repressed emotions they've been repressing for years and years and years yeah so some people can't even get present because if they do, that means they have to face everything that they've been abandoning themselves with and, and then face the fact that they abandon themselves. So it's like even when people are doing shit, like they are still doing their best. And it's just like you accept people as they are. You understand you are the one who makes the boundaries. You are the one who clears the way with who I want to be around, who I don't want to be around. Just because I don't want to be around someone doesn't mean that I don't love them. Just because I don't want to be around someone doesn't mean that I don't have like appreciation for them it just might not be conducive to my growth in the moment but i can send love from afar you know i can touch base with them and see them in doses but it doesn't mean that you have to maintain these friendships and these different situations that we've had like the way they were when they were in these codependent i'm feeding you're feeding or i'm draining and you're draining whatever the case is and i feel like this goes way way past just friendships and relationships this can also be applied to family mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. <clears throat> Breaking generational trauma is also understanding that your parents are trying to do the best that they can with the trauma that they were given, and then unknown to them, they're also handing you trauma, Mm -hmm. and you just have to work through that, you know, and just do your shadow and light work and do be slightly understanding that they're just working with the cards they were dealt. Absolutely. And that can be difficult. And sometimes that can bring up a lot, especially straining relationships Mm -hmm. with people that you live with. And sometimes it's good to like, you know, you know, to know when to stay and to know when to go is important, you know, to know when you're like, oh, wow, I'm running away. I'm going to go live in Bali and I'm just going to pretend I don't have a family and I'm healed now, you know, and it's like there's that. And then there's like, okay, I'm going to stay here. 
until everyone's healed. These are two extremes, you know? And then it's like, okay, I feel like I've done the best that I can. I know everyone's done the best that they could. Now it's time for me to step out of this space. I'm going to thrive. They're going to thrive. And we're going to just like, and I just need to focus on myself. And me thriving is going to innately help those around me, whether they're aware of it or not. Yeah. So it's like you had to take responsibility of your life at a certain point and realize when it's time to go and when it's time to stay. And like really sit with yourself. And because you can't lie to yourself. You can't lie to yourself. You can only lie to yourself for so long until like it comes and eats at you. Until like the lies start to manifest and like the truth is just kind of like, damn, this was avoidable. Mm Mm-hmm. All of this was avoidable mm-hmm. if you would have just listened mm-hmm. to your intuition and listened to yourself and realized that maybe I should have left a while ago. Maybe I should have just separated myself a while ago. Yep. And it's just like, please don't take it as it being selfish. Just take it as I'm trying to grow and me growing is just going to attract other people trying to grow and, and it's just going to do the best for the collective you know mm-hmm. and it's important too to realize like not only are we doing this but also people around us are doing this so we might be the one who's experiencing that mm-hmm. someone may say to us like listen i need to move on from this space and we also have to be accepted and okay with that you know i remember when someone in the group actually had said like we were like working on a project but i was like half in it you know and i was like um, I was I was half in it. I was kind of just like, you know, I was there if it was needed, but I was, like, not really invested. And yeah. she was like, hey, listen, I don't feel like you're invested, and I would like to, like, fully invest in this. And, like, for her saying that and listening to her intuition and following through, like, I was, like, happy. Yeah. Like, you know, I felt my ego be like, what do you mean? Yeah. But, like, I, 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 once I just was, like, I, said, I talked to my ego, I'm like, you're fine. She's not attacking you. It has nothing to do with your character. That's real. You know you're not being present with mm-hmm. that. You have no intention on investing more time in that Mm -hmm. that is an incredible accomplishment that she had the courage and strength to speak up on that and want to pursue something more on her own that's great it's literally incredible so it's like you can choose perspective right you can choose to look at it like that or you can sit there and be butthurt and just be like well i didn't want to do with you anyway right you low-key need me and it's just like that's Mm -hmm. not the case she's just completely invested in this and you're not and that's okay Mm -hmm. And that's perfectly fine. There's no need to be like, ah, she's attacking me when in reality it's just a gentle, hey, I got it. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And, and that goes with everything. Yeah. Like, everything doesn't have to end up in flames. Yeah. Relationships, like, family interactions, work. It doesn't have to end in flames. You could just be like, yeah, it's not work for me anymore. How they react to it is how they react to it, of course. But all you can do is go into it completely respectfully and lovingly. And with the best intentions for all, like knowing why you're doing it and being solid on it too. You know, just really being solid on why you're bringing it up, what it is that you want to say. And um, yeah, listening to yourself, man. Listening to yourself. It's like there's so many different cases in when we could look back in our life and be like, wow, I knew. I knew that was going to happen. I knew that was going to happen. What do you mean? Like, you know? There were so many red flags. There were so many. There were so oh many people God. like, yo, run, run, run. And you're just like, no, nah, it's okay, even though I know it's not. And it's just like, listen. And then there's also the opposite spectrum, too, where there's certain things, like, when you get to a certain point, too. Like, your intuition doesn't have to make sense to anybody. You know when you're avoiding your intuition. Mm-hmm. So that will look a little different, right? But when your intuition is like, yo, 
Like, there's something I, I said some I said so often, actually, is, like, if your healing looks like you have to hop on one foot and, and rub your head and do some weird shit, like, that's your business. Listen yeah. to your intuition. Like, if, if you come to me and, and I give you a recommendation, but you feel like doing it backwards, that's your intuition. Listen to it. Like, don't take everyone's word for 100. Like, mm -hmm. you, you listen to it, okay, like, see what resonates, and then adapt, listen to consult with your intuition and ingest the way you need to ingest whatever it is. And, yo, it doesn't have to make sense to everyone. You are going to look crazy. People are going to say you're irrational. People are going to be like, you're crazy, you're irrational. This doesn't make any sense. You don't know what you're doing. You're putting yourself in danger. Do you understand that you can't do it? You're not, yeah. you're not there yet. No, you don't, you're not one of those people that have those gifts. You don't even have that. All these doubts, all these things will come, and they will... Like, shoot the ones with you, literally. Like, all of that energy, all of the doubts, and all, and that's projection. It's projection of you're out here and you're being tested. Do I really believe myself? Do I really trust my intuition? Okay, here are all the tests. Like, the universe will be like, boom, boom, boom. Here, Here's your here's vision. Are you going to listen to it? Yeah. Are you going to talk about it? And also remember that you don't need to share it with everyone, too that part that's a big thing <clears throat> you don't need to share it with anyone or everyone you can you know when to keep that for yourself and when to share it for other people because then once you start saying it to other people then their opinion their judgment their view their eye is on it in energetically so be mindful of who you share what you share with and um, why you're sharing it are you sharing it to validate yourself are you sharing it to like you know, so for them to validate you, are you sharing because you're so excited and you didn't think about it? Like, I completely understand that, you know? I completely understand that. And that's something that I'm working on as well. It's like, why do I want to share this? And should I share it? Is it to the benefit of everybody? Or is it to the benefit of one person in this moment right now? And, uh, yeah, just making space, making space, listening, and not feeling guilty for the times you didn't listen. Don't not listen to your intuition because you're guilty <coughs> because you didn't listen to your intuition in the past. <coughs> you know, like the same thing with like meditation things that we do. Like, oh, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to sleep early today because I didn't go to sleep early yesterday. Like, don't, <laughs> don't guilt yourself into not doing things just because you didn't do it the day before. You'll be just fine. Just start listening right now in this moment as you hear this. And forgive yourself for the times that you didn't. You'll only make space for more opportunities to listen to yourself when you do that. 100% because once you don't forgive yourself, you're just causing like this vicious cycle of why I didn't do it, so I might as well not do it again. So I didn't do it that last time, so I might as well not do it again again. So it's just like you need to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And anywhere is a good start, in my opinion. Absolutely. You know? So to conclude this episode off, do you want to pull cards? Yeah, let's do it. Our intuition episode. I also want to see what was going on. I haven't actually opened up this book in days, and you guys know that I be opening this book up almost every day. But things have been moving and grooving. What day is it today? 24? Mm, wrong person. Time is not real to me 24. right now. <laughs> 24. Thank you, Kenny. Holding on to anger is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else. You are the one who gets burned by the Buddha. Do 
Do you remember a time in the past where you felt anger towards a lover, a child, a sibling, a parent, a coworker, or a friend, but didn't get it out in time? Instead, working out the anger, you may have ignored it or tried, or tried to cover it up, but covering up the anger didn't cure it. And today, you may still be experiencing past unresolved anger. And the longer you continue to go without expressing this anger, the angrier you will end up feeling. Unresolved anger is like a bright red neon light, constantly flashes in your mind. Try as you might to ignore it, but you can't. Attempt to shut it off and you won't succeed. Soon the anger may overtake your life, casting its fiery red glow over everything and everybody that you can come in contact with. Although unresolved anger is based in the past you can't change, you can still do something about it in the present. Talk to someone who is not involved with your past anger or write down how you feel in your journal, and it, that can help you express it. These simple acts of letting out your rage are, a positive, are positive steps towards letting your anger go. Affirmation. Today, I will reflect on an incident that makes me angry. Acknowledging is this bad feeling, then expressing it can help me let it go. So for whoever needs to hear that, there you go. I dropped a card barefoot and I'm really curious. <laughs> oh, and it's like down too. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Mm. King of Swords. Ooh. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. In all its glory, like all three cards that I got were swords. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then that is also about like thinking, harboring. Holding in. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Hmm. Like, the first card that I got was, I do believe this is the Nine of Swords. And it was just kind of like, mm, release it. <laughs> Let it go. What do you feel from the cards that came out? What is your intuition telling you? Um, my intuition is telling me that my choice for heart was a solid one. Hmm. Because I do tend to hold a lot of things and not let them go. That's my Aquarius move. There she go. Just holding it, not letting it go, being standoffish, not expressing when I should be and when I need to and when it feels right for me. You know what I mean? She's just time to let it go. That's it. I'm excited for this poll. So then this might be applying. Mm-hmm. Maybe something you need to do. Yeah. Next accessory you do. I have another person that came in mind that I'm going to send it to. So I ask the spirit and everybody. Let me to pull a card for the collective for everybody who is listening now and who will listen in the future for what needs to be focused on today or whenever it is that you hear. Music. This card just music. <laughs> this this guy just steady comes out like every time I pull this deck. It's just music, music. <laughs> <laughs> thirty two, number thirty two, and it's yellow, solar plexus, and orange sacral. So it's all about believing in yourself and creating and destroying. What else? Self discipline. Forty one. Root and heart. Which is really interesting, because just look at this other page. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so I wrote this down yesterday, 
You want to talk about intuition? Yeah. Like, so I wrote this down yesterday, and it says root and discipline, literally. For those who can see, you can see. For those who are hearing, just trust my voice when I say it. It says root, underline, discipline, underline, underline. So whoever's listening to this. The three messages that are coming out is find an expressive way to either listen, to dance to, to create music, apply self-discipline, and communicate confidently. Trusting within yourself, trusting within your root that you have the capability, you are safe to be disciplined, you have it within you, the stability to keep a routine and keep it going have the compassion, what it takes to get there. You're not going to have that overnight. But you can achieve that. To trust yourself, to create music in whatever way that makes sense for you, whether you sing, you dance, how it, however it comes out for you. To create music, listen to music, tune in with music. But the music, not only of music that you can create, but also just the music of what is, like going outside and listening to the music of, of the streets and of... You know, if you live in a city of listening to the music of the streets of the city or going to a park and listening to the music of nature and just listening to music, going to the beach, listening to music of the ocean and communicating the things that you need to communicate to move forward, to free yourself. And whatever that makes sense for you is music, self-discipline and communication. So use your intuition as well. The numbers are 32, 41, 33. So thank you, everybody who tuned in. Thank you so much, Alex, for coming on to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, that has been listen to your intuition. So listen. Heavy listen on to that. it. Listen to it. Listen to yourself, okay? No matter what anyone or anything that is said or done, consult with yourself. You know what's best for you. Yes. And that's on period. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone. And we will see you next week. Goodbye.